Hello everyone. I'm excited to welcome you to Live Healthy Natural, where we flip the dialogue about health and wellness in terms of what your body can do on its own and your ability to heal from many so-called lifelong diseases. I'm your host, Dr. Samir Sridharan. I'm a naturopathic doctor practicing out of Dallas, Texas. And I'm also the founder of Hygia Homeopathy and Hygia Holistic Retreat. Are you ready to hear the stories of healing and the many journeys of people's healing from autism, autoimmune conditions, and many more? Then listen on. I am excited for the next podcast today. We have a special guest here, somebody that I met through a common friend and learned about a lot of her personal struggles and how she turned victorious as well. So today you're going to be listening to a podcast, you know, the episode is going to be about healing from hypertension. So if you are someone you know has been struggling with high blood pressure, and maybe somebody told you, or maybe your doctor told you that you'll just have to take medications for the rest of your life. I want you to know that you too have hope to heal your body and not just have to manage the high blood pressure because high blood pressure isn't really a disease. It really is a sign or a symptom of the body's deeper problems. And when we understand the deeper problems and we heal it, we can heal high blood pressure and you don't have to take medication for the rest of your life. So that's the story that you're going to hear today. And I'm super excited to welcome Shubha to my podcast. Hi, Soumya. Thank you for the warm welcome. And first of all, congratulations to you and your office for the sixth anniversary, the Hygia Homeopathy anniversary. And I am so glad that uh, there are many, many people like me who are going to be benefited from this. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm so really much. excited for you guys and for everyone. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I Obviously, you know, we are successful and we are still here and being able to do all of these things because of people like you who support us and, you know, who love us and stand by us. And that's the reason why we are here. So all of the congratulations goes right back to all our patients, you know, for us being here after six years. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Yes, we are very excited about it. And we have banners in the office and balloons and all of those things. So you're definitely celebrating. <laughs> all right. So could you give us a little bit about your background, Shubhat, to our listeners? Yeah, absolutely. I came to Hygia about, I think it's about like two, three years now. I am a working professional. So I have a young kid. So I've been like, you know, juggling different things and like, just like any other mom. But health always like took a backseat for me because mine was like either work or at home, like you have chores and your kids. It was always at the back of the list of priorities for me up until I came to Hygia. But to start, I mean, to give a background, I grew up in India. I was the only child. I was the apple of my parents' eyes. And growing up, it's just a pretty normal childhood that I had. Even though I was only a kid, like we had a huge network of friends and cousins and all that. So it was a very, very enjoyable time of my life. But from health standpoint, like it was like I never had any issues, like big major issues. Up until I had my periods. 
that is when like slowly I started having issues like huge heavy bleeding like right from the beginning and uh, over the years it has only like gotten worse mm-hmm. you know and then I picked up few other issues like health wise like over the years but that's my childhood how did you deal with that at that point in time since you started having problems with your periods even from the get go what did you yeah. do to help with it i mean uh, we didn't have much awareness at that point and we were like I, i was told like it's common and it's you know having tummy pain every month is common and huge bleed you know heavy bleeding is common and all that and over the years but i mean i wasn't aware of any alter- although growing up in india there was ayurvedic that i was aware of but i did not really try anything and you know homeopathy is i have heard about it but i haven't really you know i wasn't like no idea about it or anything so, so growing up when you got sick or anybody in the family got sick what was your go to like how did you get treated what was uh, the yeah i was uh, getting treated with painkillers so for uh, the stomach you know now looking back like i can see that okay maybe you know i wasn't like for sure I was, we weren't going after the root cause like we were just treating the symptoms and all that and thanks to you now that like i've become half doctor myself like with respect to all these but growing up yeah we were just like it was all bandaid uh, you know taking medications as and when and not truly thinking about root cause mm-hmm. okay so how did this all change for you in the sense that obviously you know from your background you know it's not something that's you know i have a lot of people who would say well this is how we always did it and I just didn't know that there was these alternatives available in the United States and so I didn't do it first but if you didn't even really know that as a you know I mean you may have heard of it but unless it's in your experience you don't really go seek it right so what made you choose something that's different and at what point in time what was happening in your life that made you choose differently yeah good questions and especially coming to us it wasn't something like i wasn't even aware that you could have traditional options available but up until like my son was born and he was having like back to back antibiotics and all that and you know nebulizer like when i was seeing him suffering and i was seeing that the medications weren't truly helping and they were just treating him on the surface the symptoms and then like back everything that he had would come back right so at that point i started doing some research on ayurvedic and homeopathy and all these different options and when i was in houston i got a chance to meet a homeopath and that is like so my journey with homeopathy medications like it started from my sons ah okay okay very cool so it wasn't until like i saw him suffer Well that's very cool and many times and that's the reason why I ask these kinds of questions because something obviously changes right and we do some things and we try out certain things and then when we see that that's not working we want to try something different and I do have to give it to you though because I do know a lot of people who would not you know change just because something isn't working they'll just be like well I'll just try harder right but they do the same things over and over again and so if you my you know listeners if you or someone you know is keeping on doing the same thing and it isn't working you really need to think about that okay i've done this for so long if this isn't working maybe i should try something different because if we do the same things over and over again and expect different results that is what einstein said is a recipe for insanity so we don't really want to be doing that but i have seen that happen as well 
even in some of my patients, like, you know, one of my patients that hopefully we'll actually have on our next podcast is about healing from food allergies and severe, severe, severe eczema to the point of anaphylaxis with all kinds of food allergies. And the mom, you know, really did everything that the doctors told her to do for 10 years. The child kept getting worse. And so unfortunately, 10 years for her to recognize that, no, this isn't really working. I'm going to do something only because the child was literally allergic to everything under the sun. And so unfortunately, you know, we have doctrined to believe that you know, if they say that it's okay, even if it's not working, you just continue doing the same thing over and over again. So I really have to give it to you because you were a mom who didn't take no for an answer. You were really the person that is going to take charge of your child's health and said, no, I'm not going to take this as an answer that this is all there is to it. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to help heal my child's body. Yeah. And uh, especially when it comes to your kids, like you want to give them the best possible yeah. options. So I wasn't ready to just take the allopathic treatment as is, you know, I saw it for the first two years of his life and it wasn't clearly working. So right from the get-go, like he was sick right from like six weeks old and they started treating him. I forgot the name of that now, but it's like for acid reflex and so on. Like, you know, it just kept adding Mm -hmm. to the list and something was like telling me that it's not something that, you know, so many medications for a one or two year old is... I mean, that's brutal and it wasn't helping either. So that really made me research and I was like, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? Maybe, you know, his symptoms, like everything just stays, but it can't really go worse than this. It was already so bad. So why not try it out? And if it worked, it worked. So, yeah. And so what happened to your son after that? So slowly he he was off nebulizer, like he started taking homeopathic medications for for wheezing and his allergies and all that. But to be quite honest, like it didn't work so well up until like I came to Hyagia. Of course, it was much better than what it used to be. But that just like, you know, coming to Hyagia and especially like how you empower your patients with the knowledge of not just like, okay, these are the medications, like what, what, what is even the names? Like I wasn't given the names of medications. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know, like everything looked the same, right? Like, of course. So that was truly like a game changer for me. And even like to believe in homeopathy. And then I started, I was like, okay, why not try it out for myself? By, because I had a set of issues myself to address. <laughs> But I'm so glad that you started taking care of yourself. And I know we talked about that first itself when you came to yeah. appointment. This is something that a lot of parents do. And I do kind of want to share something about that there. You know, all of us want our children to be healthy. And so we kind of put ourselves on the back burner until they are perfectly healthy. But one of the things that I often tell my parents of the children is that if you are not healthy, how can you provide an environment for the child to thrive? How can you be able to take care of your child in the best way possible, because we won't have the energy that we need. We won't have the mindset that we need. We won't actually have the nutrition that we need. And because of that, our brain may not be functioning optimally. You know, there's so much to it, right? So yourself first, because that is going to also help your child, because you're just going to be in such a better state of mind and body. And we will actually empower our children to do the same thing for themselves. But I'm glad that you did, you know, take that action. (laughs) And so what were the things that you were affected by at that point in time when you came? Yeah. So at that point of time, when I was desperately looking for alternative Mm -hmm. options, 
there were some things that like I had like a rough road to pregnancy and I had, you know, along the way, a few miscarriages and all that. And with uh, my son, when I was pregnant, my issues, I don't know if it like came from me or something else that was going on, but I had high blood pressure at Mm -hmm. that point, like when I was pregnant with my son. And I was told it's because of the past that I had that, you know, maybe I, I was nervous all the time or maybe, you know, there was something in my going on in my body that it was like there was some imbalance that my pressure was higher. So anyways, I was told it's a pregnancy induced hypertension and I was put on blood pressure medication. So that was how many years ago? Okay. Uh, it was about like, what, 10, nine and a half, 10 years ago. Okay, so that's how your blood pressure started increasing. And so yeah, and you'd been on medication until maybe two to three years ago. Yes. And I was told, I mean, you hear all sorts of stories. And you know, you don't stop your blood pressure medication. And you know, you're once you're on it, and you're in it for your whole life. And uh, something was just telling me that it was not right, like being in 30s, Mm-hmm. And at that point, and like being on blood pressure medication, and also I was hearing a lot of recalls, like every time they would put me on a medication, a couple of months later, I would see some news article or some news about uh, the recall of that very same medication that I was on, saying it, you know, it was gonna cause cancer, it was being recalled. And it happened like two, three times. And I'm like, okay, I already have a family history of cancer. And that's the last thing that I want. So I started like researching and all that. And then it also happened that was a time my son came to you and it worked out really well for him. And I was like, okay, why not try it out? That's how my journey with you started. Okay. So I just want to make sure the listeners are hearing this, that, you know, you were on medication for high blood pressure for seven to eight years before you were actually kind of weaned off of it or taken off of it. So it's not like, oh, you just got diagnosed and we started treating you. And you got oh, yeah. Right. I just want to make sure that people hear that the reason why is that sometimes people think, oh, maybe, you know, they came early on. And that's the reason why they got better. If Because I've been on it for so many years, I've been on it for eight years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever, right? So now it's not possible anymore. And that's not true. And that's what I wanted the listeners to hear that it's not about that. And so we had to definitely look into many different aspects of it. And so do you want to share what the treatment was like for you? Yeah. Um, so I believe the first couple of months, I mean, it wasn't like you asked me to stop my medication immediately from day one. Mm-hmm. I think it was the first month that you said, okay, you know, continue with it, but there are going to be some lifestyle changes that I was going to make. Yes. And um, at that point, I think I also got your homeopathic blood pressure medication. So the first month I was like, honestly, nervous to abruptly stop it. So I was like on it. And then but I started taking your suggestions and your advice seriously. And I started making those lifestyle changes as well. Mm-hmm. So right from my diet and my, you know, walking and exercising and all that, like I did take that pretty seriously. And we uh, were kind of monitoring your blood pressure. It's not like yes, I was, I was, yes, yes, yes. It's kind of important to understand as well, because most people may think that, oh my God, you know, you just go off medication and you don't take care of it. No, no, you seriously, because high blood pressure, especially if it's for a long period of time can really affect your heart. And that's the reason why the blood pressure, high blood pressure is a silent killer. So we don't really want the blood pressure to be up 
out of control without even us knowing. So we always have to monitor and that's what we were doing for her. Yeah. We were monitoring it on a regular basis and making sure the numbers are staying okay during treatment. And so I don't want any of our listeners to just go out their medication and think everything is just going to you know be perfectly fine if they didn't do it. That's not something that I advise ever. Right. And I started also cutting out like processed food and all that. Like there was a whole lot of lifestyle changes that I made and thanks to you. And it wasn't just, you weren't just addressing from a medication standpoint to say, okay, stop this and take this medication. But it was also, it was wholesome, right? And I think within like for me, within the, to be quite honest, like within the first couple of months, I started seeing changes. To a point where I was able to completely stop the other medications, which I was desperately wanting to anyways. But I was like having your medication every day, regardless, even if my blood pressure was normal, like I would have it because I was very nervous at that point. Okay, maybe I thought, okay, I don't want to miss a day because what if my blood pressure shoots up or anything? So I would, it was a phased approach for me. Like, so it was both in parallel and then like cut out the allopathic allopathic one and then just have the homeopathic one. I graduated to a point where like where I wasn't even taking the, your medication every day. Right. right. So that was like totally amazing for me. Yes. Um, that your body can heal. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing short of a miracle, Soumya, to me, because that's, I mean, it, it wasn't even like I was made to be dependent on this medication, but it's it's teaching me that my body can heal, right? That's huge. Yes. I mean, our bodies can always heal. And all I am doing, what I'm helping with is being instrumental in getting from point A to point B. And I often say this to my patients as well, that even when I put you on all these things, I'll take you off of all of these things and your body can do it on its own. But I have to give you credit back you know, for that, because it's not just taking a pill, because this is not really just taking a pill, you know, high blood pressure, as I said before, is a sign, it's not really a disease in itself. So there is something underlying that's causing the blood pressure to go up, and we need to see what it is and uproot that. And if it is lifestyle changes, if it is eating processed foods that are really putting a lot of burden on our body, then we have to remove that. And if it means that lack of movement that's causing it, then we have to remedy that. And if it means that our mind is constantly running at a thousand miles per hour without any kind of break, that's also draining of, you know, vital force in our body, amazing energy that we carry, it's draining of that energy. And so obviously, we actually did that aspect of it as well with you. Yeah, it was, as you said, it was everything, everything you mentioned mm-hmm. was applicable to me, because I was doing all of that. So, yeah. And that's obviously that needs to be done as well. And we are not really unidimensional either. You know, we are a multidimensional being. And Mm -hmm. there are sometimes vicious cycles as well because one creates another, right? Like, you know, we have a health issue. Then the health issue creates more of the mental stress. And the mental stress creates more of the health issue. And this keeps going on and on and on. It's a vicious cycle, yeah. Right. And the mental stress sometimes actually makes us eat poorly. And not really exercise. We go into these kinds of, you know, mental down, really in a deep, dark place. And we don't know how to pull ourselves out of it. And then, you know, the blood pressure on top of it just keeps increasing because there is so much of stress on the body and the mind. I have to give it to you because you did all of that. You know, if you didn't do all of that, medicines alone cannot really be 100% successful. 
you know, and that's the most amazing thing for me in my practice. I get to see people conquer themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they conquer themselves, right? I mean, that's so powerful. They make these paradigm shifts. They are not just taking another pill. They're not yeah. like, oh, give me a natural pill, I'll take the pill, right? But they are really growing leaps and bounds within themselves and they are conquering themselves in the places that was challenging for them before. So which means I get to see so many flowers that blossom so beautifully. Yeah. So Samia, you are, and I joke this with my husband too, that you are not just like a doctor treating patients, but you're like a life coach <laughs> because you create that awareness in people, right? And then, so I, I know like when I go um, out or like if I want to try something, you always, I have your mind voice that comes <laughs> Is this something that's healthy and you should be eating? And <laughs> right? So, I mean, all in a good way. So I think we all need that kind of awareness within us. Like at least like as long as you're aware that you're going down some path that you're, that's not good for you, you can just pull you back out, right out. And absolutely. absolutely. And you know, it's so funny because the life coach, this is a word that's so brand new, right? Really. I mean, it's not something that we have all known since we were little or anything. It's not really, it's not been around for a long period of time. But yeah. a doctor, the word doctor itself means to educate. Oh, I didn't know this. That's what it means. The word doctor means to teach. So a doctor's job is what I do. <laughs> but since we actually have, most doctors don't do that. Now yeah. we have another person in between that needs to do that. And that's fantastic that we have that, you know. But yeah, it's yeah, kind of- you guys are a rare breed because I I have not seen many doctors. Like I was telling you, even from a homeopathy standpoint, like I wasn't aware of the, what medications or anything. Mm-hmm. And um, that's to me is a huge, huge game changer with hygiene. Homeopathy. Mm-hmm. And of course we have to. The thing is, to me, I, I don't even think it was actually, a, it was not even something that I had to think about. I mm-hmm. had to give medicine names and why I'm giving and educating patients because I'm a firm believer of when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. And uh, even today, I was actually telling one of my patients because they had taken antibiotics. Now they have celiac. So it has been shown there are scientific studies that show that antibiotics can trigger celiac in people and food allergies in people. So the thing is that if we know better and if we have more tools, we would not have so many diseases that we see currently. And it's only happening because people don't know better. And my job, and I take it very seriously, is to teach, you know, and that's the reason why even PhDs get a doctorate, because doctor means to teach. That is awesome. I learned something new today. (laughs) And so, I mean, now we actually say physician and physician means to heal. So we say a doctor and a physician because it is to teach and to heal. That's what it means. Not to mask anything, not to put a bandaid on anything. That's not the goal of a physician or a doctor for that matter. And all of these titles, you know, if I don't do it, then I'm not doing my job. That's what it is. It's amazing because you don't hold knowledge. And that is amazing. I don't know if like many doctors, like especially in this line of the alternate medicine, like they don't reveal names or which probably is like the insecurity that's coming out of it, right? Like they don't want, because once, what if people already know and they don't come back to you, but that's not the case with your office at all. Really? And that's amazing. But it's so silly, honestly speaking, right? I mean, competition doesn't exist. 
it doesn't mm-hmm. exist honestly it doesn't exist it's such a silly concept to educate people and you know i realized this very early on when i realized that okay why do people reach out to tylenol and ibuprofen because they know mm-hmm. that's what yeah. they know yeah and they reach out to benadryl because that's what they know but if they knew about belladonna and aconite and bryonia and uh-huh. know that it doesn't have side effects would they reach out to that absolutely yeah and if i truly am of service to the society and if i truly am going to live up to the name of a doctor then i have to help people get better and prevent things from happening not really treat them once it happens right so that is so it is it was always very clear that that is how i want to you know have my practice and i don't care if patients actually learn and they don't ever come back which is what has you know kind of happened which is great i love 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 that and that's how it should be that i don't need to see the same faces over and over again for the rest of my life <laughs> that that's amazing because i i think i remember like when i started off i was put on like every month schedule i believe mm-hmm. and over the years i think over after the first year or so once i started like my body started showing that it can heal itself and all that and i think i was like put on like my schedule has changed now i would i love seeing you but what really this is for all the listeners is that just because you start taking a medication it doesn't mean you're going to stay on it forever or it's not like a long term commitment that you're making that you know you have to come every month or anything so that's the best part yes. that I mean, eventually everybody will learn yeah yes we shouldn't handicap our patients you know yeah. it's not another cane that i want to hand over to you <laughs> the yeah. patient should not become another cane for sure it should really be something that allows you to stand on your own right mm-hmm. and so yeah and and that's what i love about it so and now you don't really take your even the ones that i give you on a regular basis is that right yeah that's right that's right i don't take it on a regular basis at all and it it goes like even for weeks not for the word like yes. you know sometimes and it's wonderful and how's your blood pressure been so it's i've never had it in this range before <laughs> um so it's been like between 110 to 120 mine has been like up of a uh, north of like 160 wow you know systolic and the diabolic is over 90 95 and mm-hmm. i've even had up to like 105 in the bottom number sometimes and uh, it's amazing you know the journey that now i i get to stay in this 70 to 80 the lower range and upper one is 110 to 120 is just nothing short of miracle as i said that's perfect and i love 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 that and you are keeping up with everything though aren't you yes if not you know you come in my dream or you are like in the state when i'm awake and you somehow like you know you're that mind voice that keeps saying okay now don't slack just go out for a walk or what is this I love it. I love it. And that's another thing that I want to say as well because many times people you know talk about how oh this is in my running in my family which means that I'm going to get it. And once I get it, you know, it's going to stay with me and then I'm going to give it to my child, right? That's just the way right now the dialogue is and that's not true. If something came in the middle of your life, it means that even if you have a uh, familial history, it means that there is a genetic the dna or i mean the gene got turned on even if you have the gene for it it can be turned off and if it was turned on there is a reason why it was turned on there was a trigger you did something that triggered that 
gene to turn on, which means that if we change some of the things and let our body heal, we can also turn off that gene. And that's exactly what we have done here in you know, your case is that the gene is turned off now. And that's the reason why you don't have to take medicine all the time. Unless you turn off the gene, you cannot really not take medication. Otherwise, you're just managing the problem. But once mm -hmm. you turn off the gene, you also have to keep it turned off. And this is another important aspect of it, which is to make sure that you do the things that you learned and don't go back to the old ways. Because if you go back to the old ways that triggered the gene to turn on, then if you go back to the old ways, once you think you're healed, you're going to turn the gene back on eventually. Yeah. The bonus for me, which I wasn't even at your office for this, is my outlook has changed overall. Right. I've become a more positive person myself. And that wasn't even why I came to hide you. I came to idea get to get treated. So this was an added bonus is even in terms like we are living, especially the last couple of years, how crazy it's been with how, you know, so much of uncertainty and the whole COVID madness. My outlook has been really uh, positive, upbeat. And I mean, I myself got COVID twice, but I wasn't like, it wasn't something that my, you know, the previous me used to get really worried about such things, right? But so the outlook has changed and that I really over to you and to Hygia for this well, change. We can only teach, you learned, and you have to give yourself credit for it too. Because <laughs> you know, we cannot teach unless the student is a good student, right? <laughs> so it is also the intelligence and the wanting to change within that made it possible. And if I may, with your permission, I do want to share this so that people know how much, how anxious you were. Before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, when I met um, Shuba, she was so anxious that she wouldn't let her child walk bare feet <laughs> outside, you know, because she was afraid that he would get sick or something will happen to him. And I know that, you know, it was from all those history of infections and so on and so forth. Yeah. But from that, to today, she doesn't mind him, you know, going out and doing things. And uh, it's wonderful to see. And it's wonderful for your child as well. Yeah. And even like, uh, for you know, I used to get worried about like every single thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, forget walking barefoot, like even, <laughs> I don't know, like everything, mm -hmm. everything used to worry me, you know, cause that worry in me. And um, the outlook change is, is huge to me. Like I... I'm 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 a happier self now. I'm more positive, more cheerful now. And this is how I was originally as a child. And somehow along the way, I lost touch with my happier side. And then you know, I'm I'm so glad that I got it back. That you know, so. And that's how you heal yourself, my dear. And that's how you. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the thing is that you know when our body is under so much stress constantly, right? Like that kind of fear of everything, naturally, you know, your body just couldn't handle it. And when you shifted in those kinds of ways as well, you turned those genes off. So you have to give it to yourself, you know. And I always say this to people that it's not me that heals. It is you that heal yourself. I am just a guide here. And that's exactly what this is as well, that I was just the guide, but you heal yourself. And I'm so glad and I'm so thankful to that common friend yeah. who referred me to you 
Well, I mean, I'm glad too, because of her, I got to know you. I got to know how amazing you are and how sweet you are and got to meet your beautiful family. So definitely, you know, it's always, always for the best. So do you have anything to share with our listeners on any lessons learned for you in this journey or, you know, challenges or how you overcame any of the challenges that you had? Or anything else at all? Yeah. Well, from my journey, what I want to say is a couple of things. So as I think you pointed out, just because I was taking my BP medication for like over seven years, I mean, you don't have to go down that path thinking it's too late. It's never too late. Mm -hmm. Right. So like in my case, you could make that gradual change. Like you don't have to change overnight and you could make that gradual shift. I think everyone, like, I don't know if there's, you have, who in the listeners are like have a similar journey as me with respect to hypertension, but that's something like I'm a, I'm an example. I'm a living example that it has worked out for me. And it wasn't something that, you know, I, I already at that point, like I had it for many years and it still worked for me. So if it worked for me, I'm sure it's going to work for others too, because I wasn't like at that point having a healthy life cycle, uh, I'm sorry, lifestyle or anything. I would want the listeners to uh, go ahead and try this out and they can take a calculated risk as, you know, continue both and then eventually wear it off. So, And which is the only way I do it anyways, you know, if I treat it yeah. or anybody else and it doesn't have to be me, I just want, you know, our listeners to know that, you know, I mean, all of our bodies are very much alike it's not that different you know I know we feel like oh sometimes we have done something some serious damage to our body by doing certain kinds of things that we shouldn't have done but the most amazing thing is that I have seen it at least from the 19 years I've been in practice is that our body always 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 wants to heal and if we do the things right yeah it may take a little bit more time than others you know maybe if you have done really a lot of things maybe it will take a little bit more time than you know somebody who hasn't done that much but your body still can heal. And it's just an amazing, miraculous machine. And have hope, you know, have faith in your body. And just, you know, seek out guidance from somebody that could really help you do that, you know, once you know what your goal is, like Shubha did. Yeah, and uh, do yourself this favor and try this out for yourself. And, you know, it's not for anyone. And you don't have to go down that rabbit hole of, you know, keep taking more medications and with more diseases and the side effects and all that. So, right. No, that's absolutely true. You know, and the thing is because it's a bandaid, it really doesn't, since it hasn't healed the root cause, the root cause is always going to keep creating more problems. Right. So this is not just taking you off of medication. The goal is that we heal from within and we shift from within. And when we do that, we'll prevent other things from happening as well. Otherwise, it's just a matter of time before one after the other keeps coming because the body is going to keep trying to communicate with us that the root cause has not been resolved. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much, uh, Shubha, for sharing your story, sharing your healing journey, you know, with our... My pleasure and for it's such an honor. Thank you for you know making me part of this podcast and having me share this journey at all. Even if like a couple of people could benefit from this, I would be really happy to do that. And that's all my goal is always, you know. Um I've been doing this podcast for like, you know, now a few months. I mean, I've been doing it for like over a year now, but specifically the interviews I've been doing it for like now almost six months. Wow, I can't believe it. 
at this point in time, what I realize is, you know, I always hear somebody, you know, say that, oh, I listened to your podcast. And that made me realize that I've been not doing some of the things that I should have been doing well for myself. And I got back on it. I started taking care of myself. And you know what? The work is done. When people share those kinds of things, I really think that it makes it worth it to share the stories because we don't know whose life we will touch. Who needs to hear this today? Who right. needs to go? And I hope that, you know, that's what we are able to share here. Thank you, Samia. Absolutely. Thank you to my, you know, listeners. I appreciate you joining me this time again. I love that, you know, you're here supporting my podcast. And it's again, you know, been six months of this interviews. And I love, love, love all the feedbacks that I've been receiving. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting and show some love and make sure you share this episode. We don't know who needs to hear this. So maybe somebody who hears it will actually be able to benefit from this and be able to seek what they need and heal their own bodies. And that's the whole purpose of this. So I know you have things to do and places to be, but I appreciate your time with me. So until the next time, keep doing the things that will serve your highest good for your health. And I love you all. I'll talk to you the next time.